Great. So welcome to the Performance Science Podcast. These are some of my favorite episodes where we get to talk to the students that are helping grow our institute and are quite literally responsible for where we are and where we're going. We're an institution dedicated to helping students, so I like to put you guys first and foremost. And one of the ways we do that is through our 30-second me. For those of you who haven't listened to some of our earlier podcasts, the 30-second me is a chance to answer that question that comes up in every interview where the interviewer asks, so tell me about yourself. This is a question that will come up all the time throughout your life, everywhere you go. And very few people take the time to prepare anything meaningful. They don't take the time to think about what is going to be persuasive. And you miss a big opportunity. For one thing, because so few people actually do this, it's a really easy way to gain a competitive advantage over other people who haven't taken the time to thought about it. In addition, it gives you a chance to practice some of the basic principles of advertising and persuasion that can power you through so many things. That, Namely, the fact that we often do feel first and think second. And your 30-second me is going to take advantage of this by giving people something interesting that's, quote, feeling-related, and then you're going to fill in the facts from that. All right, so we have a very new guest, brand new to the podcast, and go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, want me to do the 30 seconds? No, no, just okay. introduce yourself just real name. quick and then we'll work into it. Hi, my name's Lauren Maurer. Um, I'm a junior here. Okay, good. And Lauren is also, or tell us a little bit more about your day-to-day life. Oh, yeah. So I'm a junior majoring in business, minoring in performance science, and I'm also an athlete on the cross-country and track team. Very cool. And what events do you run in the track team? At the 1500 and steeplechase. And the steeplechase, right? Yeah. The big hurdle over the puddle. Oh, yeah. Right. Very cool. And earlier, Laura and I were talking about injuries. My foot's broken, and I've been lamenting about this for a few weeks. And she completely destroyed any conception of my own version of my ruggedness by saying, telling me, oh, yeah, I've had that. I've had a foot. I've had a shin. I've had a femur. I've had all this stuff. So um, really, really interesting person and really stoked to have you in our, in our group. And thank you so much for that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so... Let me ask you now. So I'm going to pretend that we're... Oh, we're also joined, joined by our own Joe Regan. Hello. And Joe has been a guest on many of our podcasts so far and also done a 30-second me previously. I have. It's changed quite a bit since the initial iteration. Right. So I want to circle back on that at the end so Joe can tell us a little bit about how he's updated because this is also part of it. This is about just preparing on the very pragmatic scale one easy answer to one common question you're going to get. So at the very basic level, prepping your 30-second me just takes one question mark out of your pocket for your interviews. And on the other hand, it's actually a really good exercise because you learn about your personal philosophy and you learn what goes together. So Lauren, I will take the role of a interviewer and I'll say, so tell us about yourself. Hi, my name's Lauren. I am a junior at USC, but I also really enjoy communication and I think Let's back up. Okay. okay. So you started with some facts, mm-hmm. right? You started, you trended towards story mm-hmm. right away. What we want to do is maybe think about what would be a really good leadoff. Because the second thing you said was really good. And what you want to do is just like any good literature or commercial, you want to hook people's attention and then give them the facts. 
so that they can fill in the rest. Okay. All right. So tell us a little bit more about what you're interested in, what motivates you, what precedes the decisions that you make, what guides you, all all that that fluffy stuff, and then we'll work it into more concrete. Perfect. Okay. Let's read this. Hi, my name's Lauren, and I love to live life to its fullest. I really like to take the best out of every situation and use every opportunity to find a benefit, either to myself or others, and to really just take the upside of every situation, whether that is either personal growth or a new opportunity for me or for someone else. I think there's always a benefit of every situation and in everything in life. That's the perspective I like to hold. And... Cool. Through that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right on. Okay, so okay, so pop quiz. What emotion or feeling do you think you're talking about? Because there is one. I can guarantee there's an objective emotion mm-hmm. you're talking about. Just excitement. Yeah, we were usually, yeah, enthusiasm for mm-hmm. sure, of course. There's another one. Joe, you got an idea? Starts with an O, rhymes with optimism. 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 Yeah. optimism. So we, we haven't talked a lot about optimism on the podcast, and we need to. Um, when people hear the word optimism, they think that means happy all the time. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's just completely wrong. No. But what you described is the profile of an optimistic person, which is not that I think everything's great all the time. It's that I think I can work with the things that are in front of me. Mm-hmm. And that's what you really said. Yeah. So I think that's, that's really something to work with. The other thing that's important with the 30-second me is that it's not necessarily so much that you need to worry a lot about I have to say something completely unique that nobody else has ever said before because that's, mm-hmm. that's impossible. So yeah. we don't put a lot of pressure on that. And I think a way to do it is to kind of distill this sense of optimism. Do you agree, first of all? Yeah, oh, I think so. Would you put optimism yeah. over enthusiasm for your philosophy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. the other thing you have to work against because most people don't know what optimism is. Mm-hmm. And if you say, I'm a very optimistic person, they're going to think... They're like, oh, you're just think everything's great and right. going to get lucky all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, totally. And that's, you want to, you want to, you know, it's about being a mental ninja. So you want to tell them, give me a good example of a story when you were very optimistic. Oh, well, we were just talking about injuries since you mm-hmm. hurt your foot. Not too long ago, I had a stress fracture in my foot and was very optimistic that although it happened in December, that I'd be back training about six weeks down the road and would still have a successful season. Cool. And so that's a really good story right there that will support your key hypothesis. Mm -hmm. And again, your, your approach to your 30 second me can change completely. What we're building here is just a framework for building. So Mm -hmm. how would you want to lead with the statement that says you're optimistic without saying I'm a very optimistic person, What you want to say is, I have a proven track record of blah, 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 or something. I'm going to let you explore. Mm -hmm. I have some ideas, but I'm going to let you try it first. I would probably say that I would like to find the positive of every situation. Okay. That's a really good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, too, you might come into some people who are kind of loaded with the question, Mm -hmm. right, if you have a more cynical interviewer. Yeah. And you can reach them, though, by using, you know, some other terms like... I believe that, you know, life is something that even when things kind of go against us, there's always something we can work with. There's mm-hmm. always an angle. And I think that it's just a matter of being creative when we face problems. You know, it's just all kind of identifying the same key themes yeah. that would that would go with it. So, okay. Mm-hmm. We've said enough. Okay. Do you want to try another one? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Joe, thoughts for Lauren so far? 
Sounds like you're doing well. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks yeah. for it it's, it's helpful to flesh it out like this to, yeah. to keep iterating. Keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say that we don't want, I don't want to go too far in the weeds, but would you say this part of your personal philosophy? Do you have a clear philosophy? I've thought about it and I would say that this is probably one of the key points of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Optimism? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we'll try another round. Okay. And then the key thing will just open. Don't, don't put too much pressure on anything. Start with something fun, say something funny, do whatever. Okay. And then fill in a couple of thoughts, a couple of stories, because I like mm-hmm. the story about, like, you by being a track athlete, mm-hmm. you're showing that you have the drive. So people will be able to fill in there pretty well. So tell the story about, you know, in my career, I've worked so hard, and I've even when I've been injured, I've always known I could come back, and I've been able to maintain my status even through all three years, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So those are the facts you fill in to tell the story. Yeah, cool? Mm-hmm. And then a couple more facts, and then, then they'll say, okay, good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So tell us about yourself. Hi, my name's Lauren, and I like to live life to the fullest and really believe that in every situation in life, there's something that we can take from it and something that we can work with. So either for our own benefit or someone else's. I mean, in that regard, I am a four-year athlete, have been running track since high school, and have come across a couple injuries in my career. But I think they've just been times to rest and times to recover, get mentally prepared again, and just start fresh. And I think that's always a great opportunity. It doesn't always come as that. It's kind of like a gift, a little gift that's packaged in a stress fracture, but (laughs) sometimes it's good. I think in also another situation, I interned this last summer at a real estate company and called Kennedy Wilson, Mm -hmm. and went into my first day and knew absolutely nothing about real estate. It was a new business major and had almost no idea what I was doing, but I definitely knew that this was a situation that if I'm going into it and knew nothing, would absolutely come out knowing well much more than when I started. So mm-hmm. I think I definitely went into that perspective and, and came you out. How did yeah, you do in your... Came out uh, loving it and would absolutely work there again. And I think I really like made a lot of connections there and definitely future career. I would love yeah. to go back. And so from there, definitely just... I would do a little bit more specifics in there. Okay. Just a few more like, I had to work on this one deal or mm-hmm. I had to make this connection. I had to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. But okay, awesome. Yeah. So those are just things to fill in. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now give us like one more little, start mm-hmm. one more little fact and tidbit that you would fill in. With the same point? Or no, another the- one or maybe another fact to tell us about how optimistic you are. Okay. Three, three is your general rule for persuasion. Oh, that... So you have athletes. Athlete. You're an athlete. Work. You worked at Kennedy mm-hmm. Wilson. Maybe starting a new business major. That's something you said. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, one so, tell us, yeah, something about on the school academic front okay. is kind of rounds it out really nicely. Yeah. I mean, looking as a business major now, I am starting to realize that there are so many careers. There are so many different routes you can go, Whether, but I know for me that I will be happy in any of them that I choose to do in the future if I really enjoy my team. And so that's really reassuring to me in that, uh, that's something that I can really go after and know that if I get to that point, no matter what the task is, I'll really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I would fill that in with a nice, another nice specific mm-hmm. about being in business school. I recently had this pleasure of working with this team where we had to design a feasibility analysis 
mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, I might not have enjoyed the class. I really enjoyed my team. <laughs> yeah, Maybe not like say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, but you want to say the specifics. So you're doing awesome. So so it's a blend because what this is what the blend of good storytelling is, like mm-hmm. a novel or a movie or anything else where what you're doing is you're telling, you're giving people a general premise and then you're filling in a specifics at a right level of resolution where they fill in the rest. So it's a very, there's an art, there's an art to good storytelling and you're certainly on your way and you're doing amazing things. And what you have to do is just have the right specifics. That's why I thought talking about coming back from injury is really Mm -hmm. good because a lot of people might also say, you think of the competition, right? Yeah. A lot of people might say, I'm an athlete and I really know how to persevere. Mm -hmm. Okay. How do I know? Right. Whereas if you explain and you show that I've persevered and I'm still competing at a high level Mm -hmm. that then people say, Oh, she perseveres. And then they look for other examples of how you persevere Mm -hmm. rather than you having to tell them the things Mm -hmm. you see. Yeah. What do you think? I think I definitely have a lot of, places to improve or get a lot more concise that's fine but yeah i think it ch- it kind of changes every time i do it which right. is really which is interesting i would write down moving forward write down a few of the key, f- key features mm-hmm. of course i'll share our recording here so mm-hmm. you can get a few ideas of what are the key themes and just remember like your general 30 second me the format is key feature point 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 yeah um because persuasion or generally messaging I like to do in terms of threes. If you do in twos, people think you're talking in pairs. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not, people tend to think things go together. So three good messages. So a main point about you're optimistic, you make the best of every situation. Mm-hmm. And I've learned this because I'm an athlete and I've broken my foot and I recovered very quickly and I was back and I even managed to stay in shape and still set some personal bests within a few weeks of being better because I knew I could deal with the issue. Mm -hmm. I recently had an internship at Kennedy Wilson, and though I started without any experience whatsoever, I was so thrilled to have the chance to work there that I helped contribute to deals where we were earning and acquiring new properties Mm -hmm. and helping with dealings on that one. Mm -hmm. And then finally, uh, being a business major has been really great because I work with teams like the one for my feasibility analysis, where we worked with the case study of a local startup for health food that blah, 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 et cetera. So that's so much more, I find that to be a lot more persuasive than Mm -hmm. I'm a junior. And And it um, tells you so much more. It's fun, yeah. right? I mean, the interviewers want to have... They, they're bored. They want to enjoy it. They yeah. want to be have something interesting mm-hmm. happen. And it's just an easy one, and, and it's a question you know you're going to have. You might as well prepare, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. All right. Well, that's that's awesome. Do you have any other final concluding remarks? Uh, no, I don't think so. I feel like it's one of those things that every day is kind of a little bit different, but if you know the overall kind of strategy of, of it, whatever comes first to mind is probably the best thing you could say that day. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Well, I would just say, just have a clear picture, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to tailor to the interviewer or the interviewers and the company and the culture and everything like that, of course. Or just the person you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. So as somebody who's recently come back from a big interview, who's just a little bit ahead of you time-wise, mm-hmm. Joe, how is your, did you use your 30-second me at all? Um, so, <laughs> you know, even even now I have like a whole document saved with all sorts of different potential 30 second me's and it's it shifts with whoever I'm talking to and 
it, it's always changing because there are so many facets of you as an individual mm-hmm. to highlight. It sometimes is difficult to pick out the most important that you can get across in 30 seconds. And so it's important to at least have an idea of what really represents you as a person, what best represents you and what you stand for and what you're capable of doing. What did you, did they ask anything like that? Yes, I was asked to uh, tell me about yourself. Yeah? And I said, I maybe I broke the rule, I started out saying that I'm an interdisciplinary student uh, pursuing a career in product marketing due to a love of storytelling and a desire to understand the depths of human psychology. And both of these factors come from where I study at the School of Cinematic Arts at USC and the Performance Science Institute through the Marshall School of Business. But even deeper than that, it comes from a desire to work with and work for other people. Uh, Everything I do stems from a place of striving for empathy and a desire to spark a change in other people as a communicative and open leader. That's pretty good. How did it land? It didn't come out exactly like that. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it seemed to have done well, and then, you know, that sparked a whole number of questions. Perfect. And I, it was a good start. Yeah, that's that's good. Well, that's, and it is good, and the way you formatted it works really works just fine. And it, it's tailored to the audience too, where sometimes you don't want to lead with your your big kind of emotion statement like that, but it gets to the point very very quickly. That's the main thing is you don't want to trail off into all the little details because then they're going to be poking holes in it. And so you led with exactly with the the two things you needed to do in the first sentence. I mean, it sounds compelling. If that's exactly, I mean, I'm sure I'd that you did you. some approximation, <laughs> Lauren. I'd hire you. Oh, perfect. <laughs> hey, thank you. You're in. You're in. So fantastic. Happy to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Joe, and thanks for giving us some tidbits about how to update, how to move, and also right on for writing it down. That's such a major factor for growth. Is just write, just jotting stuff down, not for some permanent record, but just to keep an eye on it. It's a great way to start. If anybody's listening, wants to know how to start in their thirty second me, just jot down some ideas and figure out what. What drives go around, you know, what drives precede the drive, so to think. Yeah, you got to brain dump and work through, work through the mush that comes out and you'll find something good. Yeah. You'll, you'll get to something that works. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys and welcome, welcome Lauren to the Institute. Thank you. Thank you.